0: Chodesh Tov and Shabbat Shalom. It is almost Shabbat, so just before candle lighting, wanted to share a quick insight on the Zadik and um, the Mishkan, because this is Parsha Pekude, the final tour portion of Shmot. So uh, we will be entering Bezrat Hashem into Parsha Baikra next week, and we are a few weeks away from Purim. So in Orchadash Insights, which is Rabbi Trugman Shlita, he has an article called Accountings and it says, since the Torah's lessons apply to each person directly, we may extrapolate and conclude that this lesson applies not only to leaders, but to each and every generation. The Torah is teaching us that each and every person is held accountable for his or her thoughts, speech and actions. This is a fundamental notion intrinsic to all Jewish thought, just as the Jewish nation's ability to erect a tabernacle and keep it functioning is predicated upon its maintaining appropriate communal levels of righteousness and accountability. So, too, accountability is a prerequisite for an individual fulfilling his or her life's mission. Our Mashiach Yeshua said it this way, Matthew twelve, thirty six through 37. But I tell you, on the day of judgment, men will give an account for every careless word they speak. For by your words, you will be justified and by your words, you will be condemned. Also, it's important to note that it teaches in Jewish literature that the Mashiach will judge by smell. And when we look at what our thoughts and our speech are, according to Kabbalah and Hasidut, those are the garments of our soul. Normally, when you think about a person's smell, they have uh, like perfumes and things like that. And that is. enters and permeates your clothing. So when you look at how you speak and how you think and how you act, it's all going to basically be a revelation of what's going on in your heart. So that is your justification or your condemnation. So with the understanding of how the Mishkan was set up, and it was the week of inauguration that leads us From the book of Exodus into the book of Leviticus There was a seven-day setup and tear-down process of the tabernacle and all its vestments And on the eighth day begins what is known as Parsha Shmini And the eighth day is uh, Shemoneh, which is eight And this is the day that the fire came down uh, and consumed the altar and also the same day that Nadav and Avihu, the sons of Aharon, were also consumed by fire that came out of the Holy of Holies as well. This was the first day of the offerings of the 12 princes that we'll read about later in Parsha Naso. So very, very big day. But what led to that was a process of success and failure as far as a metaphor goes, because the the setting up and the tearing down of the Mishkan is likened to a Zadik who falls seven times. And this is also brought down by Rabbi Trugman, who writes, however, on a closer inspection, we see the verses speaking explicitly about a Zadik, a righteous person. We might have thought that a righteous person due to his or her elevated spiritual level would be immune to falling. However, the verse teaches us that not only may Zadikim fall, but they may even be subject to greater tests and challenges as a result of their higher spiritual elevation. Ultimately, the sign of true Zadikim is true Zadikim is their ability to raise themselves up no matter what the circumstances. They refuse to remain down and certainly never count themselves out. And that was from The Eighth Day, uh, a article written by Rabbi Trugman, to which I would like to connect the Noam Elimelech, Naso 377, translated by Arthur Green, which says this. Any person who wants to benefit another cannot do so fully unless they're connected in total unity. You ever wonder why the Mashiach would say in the writings of John, abide in me and I will abide in you. I'm the vine and you're the branches. Which the Zadik is known as the trunk of a tree of branches. So it says a Zadik must therefore connect to all the people of Israel in order to benefit them. Yet, how can the Zadik do this with a sinner, heaven forbid, which is Chas v'shalom. So in order for the Zadik to truly be unified with Yisrael, he also has to be united with the sinners of Yisrael, which are also known as enemies. The enemies of Yisrael is a euphemism for the sinners of Israel, or the empty ones, quote unquote, of Israel which the Talmud tells us there is full of mitzvot as a pomegranate is full of seeds. And the pomegranate in Judaism is taught to have 613 seeds, not to be taken literally, but it is a metaphor for there are 613 mitzvot in the Torah, which means the Torah is even fulfilled by those who are sinners. And the Zadik connects with these individuals, which is why the Mashiach would tell us in the writings of Matthew that we need to pray for our enemies. And obviously this is connected to the 10 days of awe, known as Rosh Hashanah through Yom Kippur where it says the congregation of Israel cannot stand before Hashem unless they are a complete congregation, which has to include the sinners of Israel, which leads us into the festival of Sukkot, where we wave the Lulav, which is also symbolic of the congregation of Israel, how there are people from the most righteous to those who would be considered the lowest of the low. And they're all unified in the hands of the one praying and waving the Lulav during Sukkot. So in other words, when we look at the concept of the Zadik, it is the waving of the Lulav. It is the setting up of the Mishkan. And it also, by default, is the day of Yom Kippur. So it goes on to say in this source of the Noam Elimelech, even a sinner needs the divine flow and vitality, but how can the tzaddik connect completely to the sinner? This is why the Talmud speaks in praise of a sin for God's sake. For the tzaddik also sins, albeit in God's service, and through this creates the possibility of a connection with the sinner and can help him as well. This is known, by the way, as a phrase that is um, commonly uh, said to be the Zadik who uh, fakes or uh, seemingly falls or commits a sin. In other words, as it is written in the writings of the letter to Corinthians, he who knew no sin became sin that we may become the righteousness of Hashem. And this is speaking of the Zadiq.